Welcome to the Launch With Words podcast with your host, Bridget Willard. We're going to talk about all things content, blogging, articles, videos, whatever has words and goes on your website. Hey, hey, thanks for joining me on this latest episode. I'm here with the Jen McFarland. Welcome. Hey, hey, how are you doing, Bridget? I am how are you doing, doing, listeners? Fabulous. <laughs> so we're, we're talking to our small business owners. You and I have worked with a lot of clients. And what's like something that you kind of wish, I feel like you, you wish they had an epiphany about? I feel like all of us as consultants give our clients small epiphanies every single day. And that's one of the reasons why I started a new business called Epiphany Courses, because it's our job as consultants to do that. But then there are people who can't afford us as consultants. So why not give them little epiphanies? And that's my new business called Epiphany Courses. They are Courses based on business decisions. So in an hour or less, you can make some exceptional business decisions on things that often confuse a lot of people. Like I am a total tech nerd. We've just spent the last, what, hour <laughs> talking about all of our tech nerdiness. And so a lot of things that I am passionate about, people get really confused about. And so that's kind of my focus, whether it's on my podcast or my website or now with courses, is to just help people untangle the techie bits that seem to really keep them from taking action on things. Yeah. Um, with the launch with words starter pack, the whole point of it is that it gets imported as a blog draft. And so they know how to use the draft folder in WordPress. So just write, you know, a lot of people wanted it to be complicated, like a course. I'm like, no, small business owners don't have time for this crap. They just need to get in there and write a blog post. Yeah. And well, what I love about what it is that you've done is it's like you're giving them drafts and you're giving them prompts. Like so many people hate the blank page and I'm one of them. And I've actually sometimes hire people just to help me keep the blank page from staring back at me. And when I see somebody else start it, then I'm like, oh, okay, no, I got this now. I can do this because I love to write. I hate the blank page. And that's what is so powerful about Launch With Words, I think, in the people that I work with. They're like, I don't even know how to get started. So now I can be like, well, actually, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, the blank page is anxiety's best friend. And as small business owners, we sometimes forget that we have so much to talk about. And I suffer from the same thing. I would just open Google Docs and and go, oh, this person keeps asking me this question. This is my next blog post. This is my next blog post. This is my next blog post. Or even brainstorming with friends, you know? Um, yeah. But I I always recommend that small business owners have some kind of journal or something where they collect those things all in one spot so that when they sit down on Friday afternoon to write their blog post for the month or the week, depending upon how often they want to publish, they'll just have that those headlines but I know there are other tools and methods. Um, for example, you're doing a lot of podcasting, which can be transcribed into words on your website. So like, how would somebody start with, you know, do you think that it would be easier for some people and their personality types to start with making videos? You know, it's interesting. When I work with people, I tell them, okay, 
This is so easy. You can start with a notebook, just a little piece of paper next to your desk, and you can start taking notes. And if they look at me and they're like, mm, I don't know, <laughs> then I'm like, okay. Or you can start talking on video. You're doing videos to your group or you're doing all different kinds of things. And then we just transcribe it and put that on your website. And they're like, okay. Or they get even more freaked out. You know, and the point is, I'm like, look, figure out the thing that you like to do. Yes. And do that. And that's all that needs to happen. Like, I used to make Facebook Lives and, and I'd be like, I went live. And I'd always set it to like only me. Only me. Like, I would practice. I practiced for years just doing it the first time with nobody, no risk. Yeah. And then doing it the next time to everybody. And it, it just, you just have to get started. Yeah, getting started is tough because of our inner critic. Um, some people don't like the way they look, or they don't like the sound of their voice, or 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 or. Um, and the thing is, they I think a lot of us think that we're going to be criticized, but it's our business. So what I encourage people to do is to tap into their passion. Like, what is it they wish? Like, one of the prompts is, "What is it you wish people knew about your industry?" What is a common misconception? Like, I'll never forget my neighbor when I lived um, in, in Dana Point. Uh, I lived at the top of the stairs and she would see me. I mean, she would walk by my front window by my desk when she, um, when she went upstairs. And she, she asked me one day, she said, Bridget, what exactly are you doing when you're sitting at your computer all day? And I finally just said I put words on the Internet. Exactly. It's like how I talk to my relatives who are like, I have no idea what you do. And I'm like, that's fair. And I explain it and I'm like, oh, or yeah, I just help people be on the internet. Yeah. And if they and have more like, oh, questions, okay. right? So it's like, I know when I was working in construction, there were so many things that we wanted people to understand, you know, uh, that, you know, if you have a crack in a concrete panel, it's not cosmetic. It's going through all six inches. You know, there's always something right. in your industry that you wish somebody would understand. When I was working at a travel agency, they're like, travel agents are still relevant. Travel agents are not paid by the person booking the travel. They're paid from the wholesaler. They're, um, they're paid from the travel. And that there are deals you can get with the travel agents that aren't even available to the general public because they're literally wholesalers. Exactly. So, and people don't know that. Unless, unless you, you tell them. Yes, unless you tell them. And that's the whole thing. It's like, do something. And like, to me, I'm like, almost channel that rage. I <laughs> I was talking to somebody and they're like, all into the Enneagram or Anagram or... Enneagram. Enneagram. And um, I was like, I think I'm a five or an eight. And so I decided to take the $20 test last night. And I'm I'm not any of those. I'm a four or something like that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a three. six. I'm a six. I'm a. I don't know what. No, I'm a six. I think I don't know. I can't remember. But I'm no. I'm one of the ones that's fueled by fear. I think it's a six. But <laughs> all these numbers. Could you just give it a name? Like at least I know ISTJ. But I like what anagram people need to you know, come up with a make name it for easy. each number. I know. And I was a math person, but you know what I'm, but it was like, it's all fueled by fear. Like my, all my yeah. motivations are fueled by fear. And then I'm pretty heavy in like 
eight and nine or something that are like really into anger and anger comes from fear. So obviously there's a lot of fear going on and that self-awareness, right? You know, it's just like, oh, I kind of didn't realize that about myself, but I've used, always used that to fuel, to be, you know, people see it as passion. I see it as I don't want to be homeless, right? So- <laughs> <laughs> what keeps you going, Bridget, on a daily basis? Fear, just fear. Fear of fear. what? Being homeless. Absolutely. Like, the what fear. do you want? When you when you start your own business, right, you have to, it's on you to educate people about what you do. Right. So, so a couple things. One, just to go back to something that you said earlier about everybody watching you, think of it as the gym. When you are sweating it out at the gym, are you looking at the person next to you and, and judging them? No. no. <laughs> you're sweating it out. You're thinking about your own stuff. It's the same thing about your business. You're educating people. They're not judging you. They're truly interested if they're watching it. And then about the fear, I totally understand that and feel that because when I left my job and it you know it was super emotional and I start I had not I was not really ready to have a business yet. I was kind of playing around with side projects and stuff. I still remember when I was like the end of this job was there. It was like staring me in the face. I had to leave. And I looked up at my husband and I said, look, I'm not going to let us be homeless. You you know, that fear was really there. And I think in the Enneagram, I'm whichever one is like achieve, (laughs) achieve, achieve, you know, I'm like, I'm like parks and rec, you know, I'm, I'm like, let's go. I'm Leslie. Nope. I've got like the the notebooks with things (laughs) and we need to go do it. And, you know, everybody has that, whatever it is that, that drives them. And the thing about not, if you don't talk about what you're passionate about, then nobody really knows what side of, what side of the field you're playing on. Yeah. If nobody knows that you can fix that crack in your foundation, then they're not going to come to you for that. Right. You know, I talk about things that I'm passionate about and I, whenever I do it, I think of it as being super high risk, but it's always had some sort of payoff, you know, and I have a hard time getting my clients to do that, even though when they see it paying off for other people, they're like, I want that. And it's like, well, if you want that, then you have to go after it. How do they find that though? How do they find what they're really passionate about? Because there's... You know, I mean, I know what I think. I know what I think, but I want to know what you think. Like, how do you get that person to say, well, I don't know what I'm passionate about. How do you get that out of them? How do you extract that? Or how do they extract it from themselves? You know, it's interesting because I don't consider myself a coach. A lot of people lately have been calling me like a marketing coach. And I think it's because I love listening to people and I will just repeat back to them. I'll be like, well, what I'm hearing you say is, you know, you do this. And they're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, and do you love doing this? And they're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, write about that. (laughs) Make videos about that. Tell people about it. Because if you're not, then they just don't know. And it took me a long time in my own journey to really realize that. Like, I feel like there's always a risk when you say something controversial. Like, I wrote this blog post about ClickFunnels. I'm like, And I said, it's good for some people, but I just don't really think it's good for small businesses because it's really expensive and there's so many other ways that you can do it that are free, cheap, and easier and don't break (laughs) all the time. (laughs) So, So I wrote this like long, and it was really just a post for myself. 
Honestly, it was me. Like I'm taking a stand. I've cleaned up so many ClickFunnels messes because a lot of people I work with don't have the money for it and on and on. And I wrote like this 2000 word blog post about it. And then I SEO'd it because I was like, well, I might as well see if I can get this to show up in search. And then I forgot about it. It was like last May. And then I was telling you before the show, I was interviewed for a documentary because of that blog post. Wow. And it's crazy. Like, I'll admit, when they sent me the message in LinkedIn, I was like, is this for real? (laughs) (laughs) And then I was, and and so I'm researching the guy because I'm like a big time researcher. And I'm like, well, it might be for real. And I was like, okay, well, I'll meet with you. And then, you know, we're talking on Zoom and I'm like, oh, dang, this is for real. And they're like, when do you want to meet? And I was like, well, I don't know. I have this, that, and the other thing going on. And they're like, "Um, how about in two days? And I was like, holy cannoli. And I had like a film crew some guy who had like won an Emmy who lives in Portland, I'm in Portland, Oregon, who like came and filmed. And I was just like, I can't believe this is happening because of a cheeky post I wrote about ClickFunnels a year ago. And that's why you take a stand. That's why you talk about the things. Like if you are cleaning up messes over and over and over again, if you know about a product that's on the market that everybody's talking about, like my example is about something super niche that like a lot of people don't know about unless you've been marketed to about it. But there is something in every stinking industry out there (laughs) that is used by everybody or talked about by everybody. Like to talk about construction, you know, Hardy Plank siding is talked about here all the time. Well, fast forward to when I had a realtor and she's like, yeah, it doesn't really do good in all this rain we have here. So maybe don't get that. And I'm like, but everybody says, and she's like, it doesn't matter. So like, why can't, somebody be talking about that here. Yeah. I mean, I would if I were doing siding that wasn't Hardy Plank, right? I mean, or or a mold remediation company or even a realtor. And and so to use my active listening skills, what I hear you saying is take a stand. Yeah. And then to use my active listening skills, say it loud. Get loud, loud about it. Get loud. Get loud. Get loud. Get loud. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what you were saying over the course of the weekend. You were talking about it and, you know, how it doesn't have to be this whole big thing. Like if you research ClickFunnels until you get to my post, which is probably like number 10 at this point or seven on like reviews of ClickFunnels, everyone is saying how lovely it is. And then you get to this one person who's like, well, actually, I give it two stars because it's not good for small businesses. And that's my post. So, you know. I said it loud. Yeah. <laughs> I shared the heck out of it when I first came out. And and that's what you have to do. It's not even about the SEO necessarily. It's about the fact that I really talked about something and it was long and and it made a lot of sense. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't even have to be a blog post. It could be a video and the transcript would, would drive people right. there. It's really just about sharing what you care about in a way that helps people. And I wrote that because I was tired of cleaning up messes and I thought, even if I have like one client or former client who reads this and thinks twice, then I've done my job. Well, by advocating for your current, past, or future customer and taking that stand, you are actually promoting yourself as an expert. And you're saying, yeah. look, all these shysters are saying this. I'm telling you the real deal. 
<laughs> and that was exactly why they asked me to be in that documentary. They're following all of these high flyers around, and then they're interviewing me in my basement. And I'm like, well, actually, a, f- a sales funnel is really just word of mouth and how you get people to be your customers. Everybody has a sales funnel. Right. <laughs> and they're like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, I was like brought in, literally, they said to be the voice of reason. And it's because they gathered that from that blog post. And without even knowing it, that's actually what I do in terms of marketing. When I talk to people and they're my clients, it's about like, well, what makes sense? Yeah, <laughs> This doesn't make any sense what you're telling me. And you're not even taking any action. You don't have any, you don't even have a website because you're so freaked out about it. Yep. What's it going to take? What's it going to take? How can we get you there so that you can feel good about it? Or it's just good enough. Like I work with a lot of people and I'm like, let's get you to that good enough website you know, so that it has accurate information on it and you can start to feel comfortable enough to add things to it. Yeah. I mean, if, if they're kind of hesitant to publishing on their WordPress, Webflow, Wix, Squarespace site, then maybe writing in Microsoft Word or Google Docs is the first step or voice right. typing in them. Google Docs oh, has native that. voice yeah. typing. You have to pretend you're a secretary. Uh, you have to yeah. pretend you're dictating to a secretary, though. Comma. Da, 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 da. Next paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and that's so hard. That's why it doesn't work for me. It comes out as like, you know, this. I don't know, just ocean of consciousness. You know, I. You know, it is so funny, and I guess that this is probably also the part where I say I'm a recovering English major, so I come at the written word. you know, just by my own nature, because I was an English major, like that's what my bachelor's degree is in. And so I love to write, you know, I'm listening to your show before this interview, and everybody's saying you don't, you don't even have to write much people don't read (laughs) read blogs anymore. And I'm like, I do. Yeah. (laughs) So there are still people who do. And it's really just about getting your content up there. And Whatever it's going to take. I mean, I I think the launch with Words product is great because a lot of people need that. Oh, it's, you know, it's June 1st. And I know that I have a prompt in there waiting for me. And whatever it takes for you to go from knowing there's a prompt to like not doing it to knowing there's a prompt and then taking action on it. I mean, that's, that's what, that's what needs to happen. And like having that tool is, I think, very powerful for people to get them started. Yeah. And thank you. <laughs> I mean, of course. And also thank you. But <laughs> I mean, I, I also see as I ask people, actual my actual friends uh, that I kind of had in mind when I built this or had it built is, is that decision-making process. So I know we, we might go a tiny bit over the time, but I really want you to talk about your epiphany course because in the pre-show, I was like, yes, if you are like <laughs> just starting your business or struggling in your business, I feel like this is the tool before you start anything. Can you tell them? Can you tell us about your course? Yeah. So what Epiphany courses is, they are filler-free online business courses. So there's no extraneous bonuses. These are not 16-hour courses. It's helping you make decisions in an hour or less. So if you have a question about how do I find marketing tools for my small business in an hour or less, there's a, a system that I use that is very easy for business owners to go through and say, oh, okay, this is what I need. 
you know, what kind of web platform do I need? What, you know, all of these questions that we get over and over and over again as marketing consultants, my business partner is a finance consultant. We just see all of this misinformation out online and we wanted a place where we could have low cost, quick courses so that people could be like, oh, you know, I do this, that, and the other thing. I should really have a Shopify website or I should have a WordPress website, you know, whatever it is to help people make those decisions without having to go through all the blogs and without having to go through social media, which is my least favorite thing, by the way. Hey guys. Um, so what email marketing program do you use? And then it's like <laughs> 7,000 responses and they have no idea what you're talking about, what your business is about or anything. And I'm like, it's that needs to stop. Bait. It's engagement bait. <laughs> So I just hate that. No, no, these are like business owners. These are in like small business platforms. Sometimes it's people I know and I'm like, girl. I told you like 10 ask. hours ago, but. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's fundamentally what Epiphany Courses is. Quick courses, not a lot of uh, crummy BS bonuses that don't make any sense. It just get in and get out because business owners don't have time for, if I gave you a 16 hour course, would you ever take it no matter how good it is? Like, would you ever go through it all? Probably not. And a lot of courses are trying to, to sell you on a concept that you may not even need. So these courses are before that happens. Right. <laughs> Do I even need it? And that's, that's the thing. We don't go into it thinking that you need XYZ, we go into it with what's the information we can give you so you can decide for yourself. And how do people find out about that course or those courses? Epiphanycourses.com. All right. So your biggest uh, challenge is spelling epiphany, and I will make sure that I spell check it in the show notes. Jen, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Thank you guys. Uh, we're going to the outro. Thanks for listening to Launch With Words, a podcast by... What the heck? User error. Go, machine. Thanks for listening to <laughs> Launch With Words, a podcast by BridgetWiller.com. If you like this podcast, why not go ahead and share it with your friends, small business owners, peers, your brother. <laughs> Oh, I really appreciate your attention. If you have any ideas, contact me on my website. Follow me at Bridget M. Willard on Twitter. And I hope to see you on the next episode or the next season. <laughs> <laughs>